everybody. It is Monday night. It's check-in Monday. Grateful to have you with me uh, tonight on the, the day is the 12th. Can you believe it? April 12th already. We seem like this year is really moving um, fast and it's going pretty quick, uh, going fast and getting on down. And eventually, next thing you know, we'll be at the end of the year already. But um Pray and trust that you've had a good day today on this Monday, wherever you live or wherever you're tuning in. Uh, do me a favor. Let me know where you are uh, watching me from uh, tonight on this check-in Monday. Um, so many uh, hear from you during the week and got phone calls and texts. I've got emails of those that uh, have said to me, Pastor Martin, thank you for sharing uh, with us on Monday. Hey, Adams is good. Uh, to be able to share with you and to uh, just chit-chat and talk and uh, hopefully uh, bring something that will uh, bless you as you're viewing and as you're listening um, and many of you as you're listening on various uh, platforms. We thank you so much for uh, being a part of it and for sharing with us. Let me tonight uh, start off and we're going to get jump right into this. I'm going to talk to you tonight a little bit about uh, don't let your grieving turn into anger. Don't let your grieving turn into anger. We've been dealing with this uh, grieving, <clears throat> grieving process for a couple of weeks now and just talking about grieving and those that have lost loved ones and not necessarily lost loved ones, other things that can cause grieving, other things that can cause people to grieve and to go through various things. And so we've been sharing and talking about it uh, the last couple of weeks. I think last week we talked about the conversation that no one really wants to have. That's that conversation that deals with uh, preparing and putting things in place just in case something happens to any of us. We just don't do that. Hey, Missionary Glass. And so um, we, we want to, uh, really talk tonight about don't let your grieving turn into anger. And, you know, all of us go through a grieving process. Uh, if there's a loss of a loved one, or there's something that happens to us that uh, affects us, uh, emotionally or whatever, we go through those things and it hit us and everyone at one time or another has dealt with grief or deals with grief continuously or they're still dealing with grief. I don't know, uh, you know, all the time how many, but I do know the people deal with grief as we go through uh, different things and, and the process. And tonight I want to talk to you from the other side, and that is not allowing your grieving to turn into anger. And I want you to know that it is uh, a thin line between grieving and then it turning over into anger. It is very possible for you to uh, move from that place of grieving and then all of a sudden be in a place of anger and not even know that you've even reached that place. You still think you're grieving. I still think I'm grieving, but we've really reached that place that we are not uh, grieving anymore, that we are literally now angry. And it is, uh, again, a thin line. It's so so much of a thin line to switch over from grieving 
into anger. And I'm going to share with you some of the things that can happen as you go into that place. As you slip over into that place, you can slip over to it almost like it's a, um, I, I, I don't want to call it this, but a dark place. And uh, that is a, a place that you can get over into and and understand that that particular thing that you're dealing with or that uh, process of dealing with your grief, now it has sort of transferred over and now you're in a place of anger and not, you're still grieving, but your anger has sort of taken over the grieving process. And I want to just share with you some things that sort of let you know that you have moved over into that place. And I've talked with people that have been grieving as a pastor. I've talked with people that have lost uh, loved ones, that have lost, uh, you know, siblings, that have lost uh, children, that have lost parents, uh, some that it was untimely deaths, some were not untimely, some they knew they were coming. Then I've talked to others that uh, death wasn't involved at all. It was just a matter of dealing with um, some of the things they had to deal with as, as it relates to um, it, a relationship or whatever it may be or someone hurting them or whatever that case was. And they've had to deal with grieving and it went over in somewhat into anger. Number one, I want to tell you that sometimes when we move from grieving over into anger and we don't pay attention to it, the first thing that usually happens, especially with those of us that are believers, the first thing that usually happens is we get angry with God. Now, I know that somebody's going to say, not me, but it is a fact that most times people get angry with God. And there are those that even say, I'm angry with God. I don't understand why God allowed this to happen. I don't understand why God did this. Why he didn't stop it. Why didn't he intervene? Why didn't he do this? And they get angry with God. That's why sometimes they'll say, I'm not praying anymore. I'm not going to church anymore. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Why? Because now they're angry with God and you're grieving. It can, it can slowly move over to what, to the point that you are angry with God. You're upset with God for the mere fact that you feel God did not do uh, what you thought he should have done. And uh, I've, I've talked to people seriously that would say, uh, Pastor Martin, I need you to pray for me. And I said, well, I'm praying for you. They said, no, you don't understand. I'm, I'm, I'm upset. And then you ask, well, who are you upset with? I'm angry with God. I'm upset with God because God didn't do what I thought he should have done. And that is uh, so possible for us to smoothly switch over into that place where there's an anger against God, where you don't pray anymore or you don't see the need to talk to God or, you know, everything when people start telling you, you know, uh, about things of God and, and, and try to give us some type of an understanding, we get sort of angry and we don't deal with that. We don't, we don't, it don't go real good. I was talking with someone the other day and, uh, they were saying that because of watching these 
things that we're doing, they were able to share with a, a, a man that had an elderly gentleman that had lost his son, I think to cancer. The son was sort of young. He wasn't old and he lost him. And, and this, this elderly gentleman was one that went to church and I think he was even a deacon in church, but it, it was taking him. He had a hard time going back to church. He had a hard time going back to, to doing things because he was grieving at the loss of his son. And then he didn't understand why God allowed his son to die at such an early age with cancer. And so that, that was something that he had to do with. And they were saying, I was able to share some of the things that you shared. And, and he started, you know, coming around a little bit. And so we need to understand that those things are things that happen where people get angry with God. If you, if you don't allow yourself, you got to allow yourself to let this process go out, but you've got to be careful that you don't go over into being angry and your grieving turns into anger. And now you're angry with God. Now, the next thing is uh, don't let your grieving uh, turn into anger and let you be angry with family and friends. Don't be angry with family and friends. It's so easy that when we get uh, to a place with grieving and, and sometimes when we're grieving, it's easy to get uh, anger. And when I say anger, I'm not saying in a violent way, but you get angry and you start, you know, you start launching out and, and you start doing things against family and friends that you wouldn't normally or ordinarily do. You wouldn't do that. It was, it's not something that you would do every day. But because of the fact that now you're moving from grieving into this place of anger, now you're launching out at your family, your friends. They don't know how to say things to you, to me. Uh, I'm not just talking about you all. They don't know how to say things to us. They don't know what to say uh, to us and, and how to put it uh, to us. And, and they're trying to figure out what, you know, which, which way should they say something because look like no matter what they say, it, it's, it's something that triggers something in us. It triggers a negative reaction. It triggers a negative response. And so now they got to figure out how do I deal with this individual? How do I deal with this person now? And so we need to understand that we, you know, there's a, there's an other side to just, uh, when you're grieving, you got to make sure that it don't turn into anger where people that love you, that are concerned about you, that want to help you as much as they can, that you don't lunch out, lunch out at them. And we do that against family. We do it against friends. Uh, you, when you go back to work, people just sort of stay away from your cubicle because they don't know how to, you know, just, you know, somebody can say hello to you and, and it's a good day. And first thing you say, what's good about it? And they didn't mean any harm, but you see how quick we can get over into something like that. We can, we can fall right over into it and, and not understand where we are and how it's getting there. So we could be dealing with that uh, anger and, and going over from grieving uh, over into uh, uh, just going after the people that love us.
I mean, just just be honest. I mean, you know, we do that and we don't mean it. And sometimes we have to go back and apologize. Why? Because we did that out of a uh, anger, frustration. We did it and we just sort of went after them. And so we, we have to be careful that grieving doesn't turn into anger where we start doing things against family, friends, people that love us, people that care about us, people that, that are, are, are really concerned about us, that we understand that, you know, there are times, there may be times we need to sort of, you know, stay back from people or, um, you know, maybe get away, uh, you know, get away from, from people or whatever, and just take a moment. Sometimes you need to know when you need a moment, when you need some me time, uh, that you won't launch out at others. And every one of us, when you're grieving, sometimes you need some me time. You need some time just for yourself where you won't do that. And it's so easy to do it. And, and, and I really want to say that to you because, you know, a lot of times I've, I've found when, when you're grieving and it sort of start turning, man, you get over and you, uh, people just say the, the, I mean, nothing harmful to you. And we just go to the left and don't even understand why we're going to the left. And it's because we're on that borderline of grieving and anger. So you have to make sure that we start uh, watching that. Uh, number three, and this is important. Uh, number three, it's important that we understand that you have to be careful uh, that you monitor and don't let your grieving turn into anger. Watch this against yourself. Stop being angry at yourself. And when you get angry at yourself, then there's a whole different place. When you're angry with yourself, it's different from being angry with uh, family or friends or coworkers. When you're angry with yourself, it takes on a whole different uh, meaning. It takes on a whole different thing. When you're angry with yourself, maybe you're angry, you move from grieving, you're angry with yourself because you feel you didn't do enough, or you're angry with yourself because you felt that you know, um, you, you wasn't there or something, uh, in you just, just cause you to blame yourself. And so when you start doing that, you have to understand that that's not a good place for you or I to be in when we're grieving, because in a place like that, it can become a dark place. And, you know, I know we don't like to talk about dark places, but it can become a dark place when you get angry with yourself. You move from that grieving. Now you're angry with you. And so now you you start thinking about, now I know we don't want to talk about this, but it's a reality. Now you start thinking about doing harm to yourself because you're angry with you. You, 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 you dealt with being angry with God. It dealt with being angry with others. Now you're angry at yourself. And because you're angry at yourself, now, uh, you know, you, 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 all kind of thoughts go through your mind, all kind of things go through your head. And, and, and you, you have to be careful. Um, 
you know, and in, in those times you may not meet, need no me time. You may need to be around people just to sort of, so they can see your changes or whatever. Because when you're angry with yourself, you talk anger, uh, not against others, but you're talking against yourself. You, you down yourself. You don't see any positive in you. You don't see any good in you. You don't see anything in you that's good. You just, it, you point out all your negative flaws, all your negative things. You point them out and then you start believing what everyone else has said about you in a negative way. And, and sometimes you're not that person, but the fact is now you're moving from grieving over into anger and now you upset with you. And when you upset with you, when you upset with yourself, have you ever been upset with yourself? I mean, really upset with yourself. Uh, some you may have done or whatever, and and it can go for days. It could go for a long period of time because it, it's a constant thing in your mind, sweeping in your mind, dealing with your mind. When you wake up, it's on your mind. When you go to sleep, it's on your mind. While when you're driving, it's on your mind. Wherever you are, it's on your mind simply because you're angry with yourself. That's why we got to learn not to allow ourselves to let these things turn and and slowly transition over into anger where you just upset with you. And, you know, the reality of this is we don't like to deal with the fact that that is very possible of being angry and upset with me and then causing me to look at maybe doing something crazy to me or, and when I say crazy, it could be a lot of things. Don't have to be, we're not, don't have to necessarily be talking about suicide uh, and all of that. It, it can be just those uh, other things. And so you've got to get from the place that you got to know, uh, watch this. This is important that some things you, you have to understand that some things, some things, um, you know, some things, uh, you can't, how can I put this? There's some things you got to know that there was nothing you could do anything about. And so to be angry with yourself doesn't help situations because you couldn't do anything about it anyway. You didn't have the power to do anything about it. You didn't have the power to, uh, do that. Um, let's see. Uh, you, you just don't have the power. I see, uh, yes, my, my mother passed in 2019 and I never had a relationship with my mom. I called, I would call and she tell me to not to call if she has to cut off God for peace. She will, um, in, in those situations, again, uh, you know, that, that's something that, uh, you would, would have to maybe sit down and talk with someone about that's something that could be a lasting thing. And sometimes I, I look at things that in, in that manner is we have to get a resolve within ourselves. Why do you say that? Because sometimes our, uh, you know, our parents or whatever, uh, we, we don't know the circumstances by which they were operating and the pressure and the stress they may have been under. And so even with them, sometimes they may have done stuff or said stuff that may have been hurtful 
to us or to anybody. And we just didn't understand, uh, you know, where they were. And, and so we have to uh, get resolved in that and finding out, hey, Ellen, and find out where they were in that, in that area, when they're in that space. Uh, because sometimes you don't understand. Sometimes if it was a, a parent that had a baby out of wedlock, and, and sometimes they, you know, they may feel that their life was uh, cut short. Uh, what I mean by cut short, not by death, but by being able to enjoy themselves and pleasure and whatever. And now they had to deal with this child or whatever. Sometimes they respond different. Everyone does not respond the same way. Some people respond in a different way. So you have to um, start looking back to see what the circumstances were in those things. But you, you can't be, you can't allow your grieving to make you angry with yourself. Again, some things you have no control over, some things you couldn't do anything about. There are some things, even if you were present, you would not be able to have made a difference in what took place, you, even if you were present. Because sometimes you can be present and 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 trying to help people. And I'm, I'm not talking about in, in dying-wise, but sometimes just in people that are grieving and they're angry with maybe a relationship they had or something else. Sometimes you can go and try to help people and, and some people, they've come, they went so far from the grieving to the anger that you can't help them. And they're angry with themselves. And, and no matter what you say, it's not going to do anything. They don't, they don't receive it. They don't get it. So what you have to learn to do is you've got to get up from where you are and stop being angry at yourself. Stop being angry at yourself. Stop saying to yourself this, that. Cut it out. Don't be angry with yourself because it's going to take you where you don't want to go. Being angry with yourself will take you where you may not be able to get back except God helped you get back when you need to get back. Anger can take you uh, at yourself, can take you to another place, which brings me to point number four. And, um, you know, uh, moving from grieving to anger, you start doing things and saying things and, and, and talking and saying stuff that sometimes you can't take back. You can't resolve it. You can't get it back. You can't pull it back. You want to, but you can't, you can't take some things back. And so when you're grieving, you need to, to, you know, watch it because it's just like being angry when you're angry. I mean, angry and upset. They'll tell you, you know, take a moment, calm down, uh, you know, chill or leave the house or whatever. Because there are a lot of people in jail today that are not murderers. There are a lot of people in jail today that are not killers, not by nature, not naturally. But they're in jail simply because they got angry and they could not control it. And they start doing things and they done something that they will regret the rest of their life but they, they, the anger got the best of them. So that's why you got to watch as you're doing with the grieving, you got to watch it that you don't go over into anger and start doing things that you can't pull back, uh, stuff that you can't withdraw from, stuff that you, uh, stuff that you may say out of your mouth, uh, even with, uh, and let's not even talk about, um, let's just talk about 
family. Uh, let's talk about our children and different ones. Sometimes as parents and other people, you can get angry with something they do and you can say something that you may feel is not something to crush them, but it may be something that follows them the rest of their life or something that crushes them the rest of their life simply because our anger got the best of us and we said stuff that even though we apologized for, we apologized for it, but it still left an imprint. It still left a scar. Simply left a scar. Why? Because we did not understand that there's, uh, it, in anger, you, you can do stuff. Uh, Jesus says, uh, tells us to get angry, but sin not. Uh, you know, you, you, you got to understand that you got to watch. There's a thin line where you can cross over into that angry place or anger. And you can say stuff, um, you know, when you're doing that. Uh, what about mental health when you can't handle it if someone triggers you? Uh, that's, that's when we recommend that if you, if you have any mental, uh, if you got mental challenges, health issues, you need to go see a professional. Not, you know, come to church, get prayer, but then also go do and, and get some professional help so it can help you so you'll know what your trigger points are because those are things you need. And I know many people will say, you just need the prayer. Um, I agree with prayer. I pray for many people. Some people will say, you just possess with a, with a spirit. I got all that. But there are times people need professional help. That's why we've got saved Christian professional counselors and people, and you need to direct people to that help uh, to do that because these things that are just, you know, and all of us have to be careful whether we're grieving or not, that we don't let anger get the best of us. Uh, you know, that's why people riding down the street, you know, blowing on the horn and stuff. You don't know what people got in their car and, and, and some trigger people and they get out and go to shooting and everything. And be like, what was all that about? Well, people got those little buttons and you don't know how they got there. Maybe it was sent from their childhood. Maybe it was from something that happened to them when they were little. That's why when you talk about people bullying people, uh, sometimes when people are bullied, uh, when when they when things happen to them, they go and harm other people simply because something uh, somebody pushed the trigger that was put in them, and that was they were bullied, and so their uh, resolve or their thing is to go after who they think is bullying them now. So we have to be uh, very careful that we try our best, and and when we see that we need some type of help, uh, we need to do that. If you see we need help, we need to go get it. No need of acting like you don't need it. Sometimes you need it. You you may need that particular thing to to help, and uh, it will help to people can can share with you, and you can see things the way you need to see them, especially uh, from a different angle. All right, I'm almost done. Number five, uh, the reason we have to be careful that we don't. Uh, uh, grieving doesn't turn into anger. Number five, and I'm I'm done with this, is that is anger can cause harm to others and ourselves. Sometimes when we are angry, we will cause harm to others. Sometimes when we get angry, we don't put uh, get it under control or whatever. Sometimes we'll hurt ourselves or we'll hurt other people. 
and when we hurt other people, uh, when when people are, let me let me say to you, hey Pastor Simmons, let me say this to you: when people are angry, when people are angry, hey Darlene, when people are angry, and 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 anger can cause you to harm others. You watch an individual, and and sometimes it can be because they're grieving. Sometimes just be because of things going on. But you watch an individual that looks like they're bent on destroying everybody and and destroying everything. And they just, uh, if you got one person that's just on just just one thing all the time, they're just bent on I'm gonna. I'm going to get you if it's the last thing I do. We have to be careful that that's not grieving turning into anger or just not grieving and something else turning into anger because you become obsessed. You become, it's like that's all you think about is getting that other person. Sometimes the person may have hurt you and you every time if you're trying to figure out how can I get back at them? How can I destroy them? You have to be careful that we don't, do that because it's very easy to move over into that place. That's why uh, I often tell, uh, you know, we talk about young ladies and young men and relationships and dating and different things. Uh, I often say to uh, the, the uh, young ladies, especially single fe- females, that uh, I've been blessed to pastor. I always ha- have said to them, when you are, uh, you know, dating someone, you have to be careful because uh, when a man when when a man spends money on you, uh, and he shouldn't do this, but it is a fact, when he spends money on you and wines you and dines you and y'all dating and talking, sometimes he becomes possessive, and he feels that he owns you, or he feels that you know I, I called you and you didn't pick up the phone. Where where are you? So he feels that some kind of way. And then if if you break off from him, uh, sometimes he don't know how to handle that. And and he goes into this grieving and dark place. And next thing you know, he's stalking you and following you around or whatever. And you're trying to figure out what did I do? You didn't really do anything, but that's just that one of those triggers. Same. And so if he if he drives by your house and he sees somebody else's car up there, you know, next thing you know, you've heard incidents where the, the person followed the person and and killed the, the person that they were dating or killed the young lady or even their parents and just crazy stuff um and then on on the on the other hand uh you had females do the same thing but now when a female gives herself to you and and emotionally mentally and even physically and and she feels that you played with her or her emotions or whatever, or she feels that you have, you know, well, uh, that you, uh, I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it, uh, like you, you know, you hit it and quit it. Let me, let me put it that way. Maybe probably the best way to put it, I guess. And so now she, she goes and in both cases, they feel if I can't have you, ain't nobody going to have you. And anger gets the best of them. And next thing you know, whatever and and if they don't hurt the individual they turn around and kill themselves and commit suicide over a relationship or something that didn't work out why because 
that's the reality of it, of anger. That's why we have, you know, to talk about doing anger management and stuff. We have to deal with that because anger takes you to a place where you either cause harm to someone else or you'll cause harm to yourself. And when you, when you do that, you're not, we're not really thinking, but we do that and we cause harm. And, and then later on, we regret that we did it. But when we are blinded by anger, when anger has blinded your thoughts, when it has blinded the way you think, when it has blinded uh, your judgment, when it has blinded what you do, there's no telling what you're liable to do. You'll do stuff that you would normally do simply because now your judgment has been blinded by anger. And so let us be careful that we don't allow our grieving to turn into anger. Sometimes we've got to really step back, take a moment and be healed. Or take a moment and get some help. Take a moment and do some things because the worst thing you can do is to let anger, you know, get you and, and push you to a place that is going to cause harm to others, yourself, to family, to friends, and, and make you, you know, when make you do certain things. So that's important. For us to do that. So I want to share that with you all tonight that we don't let our grieving uh, turn into anger. And, and remember those things that I talked about tonight. First of all, being angry with God. Secondly, being angry with others, our family, our friends, uh, even co-workers, or being angry with yourself, or even saying things that you can't retract or you can't take back. Uh Look at all those things. That's why it's best to think before you speak, even if you're angry. Think before you speak. Just don't say it because it come to your mind. Uh, you know, you uh, years ago, um, there was a comedian, uh, Dave Chappelle, that had a, a show. And one of the segments on his show is when keeping it real goes wrong. And uh, those those were comic sketches but some of that stuff was real when keeping it real goes wrong. And, and, and sometimes I'm just going to keep it real. And sometimes we've hurt ourselves because in our anger, we, we, we went and we said, that's right. Slow to anger. Sometimes in our anger, we went and, and did stuff without thinking. So sometimes you gotta, you gotta sit down and think it, it's, it's thinking. Then the fifth thing I talked about was anger cause you to harm others and yourself. So be careful how you do all of that. And uh, I believe, I pray and trust that this has uh, been a blessing to those of you that have watched. Uh, please share it with someone. Uh, we have to uh, have these real conversations and not uh, just conversations to make people feel better and to feel uh, good. Sometimes you got to have those conversations that say, hey, this is where I am. This is where we are. And, and if you've been there and done that, you know that if you, if you've been there and done it, uh, then you understand what I'm talking about. You, you understand he is telling the truth. It, it's, uh, I've, I've been close to that and, and thanks be to God that God helped us 
Uh, I remember years ago, and I'm going to say this and I'm going to pray. I remember years ago that um, I think it was the late mom Tally that, that shared this, uh, was talking about this. And uh, I don't know if it was her daughter or somebody, but something happened. It was a domestic situation. And um, she was she was angry and she was going to, to get the person that had done this uh, I think to her daughter, I believe, and she was she was going and she was on her way and uh, she was she was steaming and she was hot and uh, just going there and uh, had uh, all of us laugh and said when I got to the door, knocked on the door and they let me in said all the way I was telling I was telling myself what I was going to do and how I was going to get them and what I was going to say and da 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 and said when I got there said the 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 holy ghost the lord checked me and when i opened my mouth the only thing i could open my mouth and say is the lord is gonna get you and i'm praying for you and walked out the door and uh, she talked about how i was so disappointed all this stuff i said i was gonna do and then i got there and couldn't say none of it the lord wouldn't let it come out my mouth sometimes we all have been there stuff we know we were going Oh my God, I, I ain't even going to start tonight. Stuff we know we were going to say. We were going to say it, how we was going to say it, how we were going to put the words together. And, and you know, I'm going to get them. And you got there and just fell apart and couldn't do none of it. And and was talking about God, why you do me that way? Sometimes that's how he does it. <laughs> he, because he's trying to save us uh, from doing certain things. And he won't. He, he'll, let, he'll hold, let's let you hold your peace. And you be like, Lord, I don't want to hold my peace. And he'd be like, hold it. Mm -mm, don't say nothing. And uh, he helps us that way. I pray and trust again you've been blessed. Let's pray. Father, we thank you and we praise you tonight for those that are watching, those that will watch, those that may be dealing with grieving. God, whether it's in the loss of a loved one, whether they're dealing with some type of sickness and grieving, whether... They've been in relation with a relationship or someone has hurt them and they're grieving. I pray tonight that you would help them. I pray tonight that you would move and bless them and bring them from the place where they are. God, we all know we need your strength and we need your deliverance. We need your touch and we need your hand. We pray that you touch tonight. God, help us, God, to move, not to move into the angry place. Help us not to go in, over into anger, that we're angry with you, that we're angry with, angry with family and friends and that we're angry with ourselves. Help us not to speak out of ourselves and out of our character and say things that, God, we know that we wouldn't normally do. Then help us not to think of harming ourselves and harming others. Help us. Oh God, we need your help. We need your strength. Some things, God, if you don't help us, we may not make it, but we pray tonight and we lean on you. We lean on your power, your strength to touch us, your strength, God, to do it. And thank you for the Holy Ghost to help us tonight. God, you're able to do it. And I pray that you bless. I pray that you touch everyone that's watching. God, someone that's going through, God, you're the only one can give us strength. You're the only one can heal. You're the only one can sustain us and lift us. Hold us in your right hand. I pray that you do it tonight. I pray, God, that those that God have to deal with 
something that they had no control over. Help them not to be angry with themselves. And I pray tonight that you would help those, God, that have to somehow resolve those issues. I pray that you touch uh, my sister, God, that a mother passed away, but she didn't have a relationship with her. I pray that you would touch her tonight, God. Help her to be able to deal with that situation and to bring resolve in her mind, in her spirit, even in her emotions. I pray that you touch tonight. God, you do it and have your way. God, we thank you that at the end of the day, we know that we're still here on the purpose of God. And we thank you that we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to us who are the called according to your purpose. We thank you for purpose. We thank you that we're here. Hey, God, on purpose. Yes, Lord. And we thank you for touching us, lifting us, strengthening us, giving us what we need. And I thank you, God, that somebody is going to make it the rest of this year. Somebody's going to make it the rest of the month. Somebody, God, is going to be able to bring resolve with their family and their friends and their workers, co-workers. God, you're going to help them to be able to do those things. And we give your name glory and we give your name honor. and We give your name praise. And it is so in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, praise be God. We give him glory and we give him praise. We thank you uh, for uh, the Lord touching us tonight and helping us. Thank you so much for uh, joining me again on this check-in Monday. Every Monday we're here sharing and every Monday we're here uh, just to uh, talk and maybe bring some uh, insight and to speak and talk reality. Uh, you know, I don't like talking stuff that that's not realistic, is not reality. We got to talk reality, y'all. It has to be where we're talking the truth to people because that's the only thing going to help all of us is to be able to deal with what we have to deal with. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you tonight. Again, thank you so much for joining me. I look forward, if the Lord's will, to being and seeing you on next Monday, 10 p.m., for check-in Monday as we deal with something else. May God bless you. May uh, heaven smile on you. And I pray that all God's choice blessings are yours. And I want to tell you this. I need you to get this in your spirit. I need you to get this. It's not a cliche to me. It is a reality. My best days are ahead of me and not behind.